Thank you so Thank much, you. Hillary. Appreciate it. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is our phone number. Glenn is out sick today. Uh, we hope he's back tomorrow, unless he's sick. And then I don't want him back tomorrow because I get nothing out of you showing up when you're sick. Stop acting like you're brave. I don't want to get sick too. I feel yeah. like that's changed. No, back uh, back yeah. in the day, I do uh, think you used to fight yourself and struggle and feel proud about yourself yeah. going in when you were sick. I can struggle through it. I've come in here every day. Yeah, I think that really was. I think you were actually you were actually the first person, <laughs> the first person I can remember going. Stay home. Yeah. yeah. Get away. Now, I, that might have been just because it was me. It was partially that. <laughs> now that I think about it, so never mind. No, but I, I do think I was early on this COVID, on this yes, part of the COVID thing. Oh, I will say this. There's a bunch of the COVID stuff that I like. They're six feet away from each other. I don't need to get six feet closer, <laughs> close to anybody, except maybe my wife. And she's not Barely. really into that. <laughs> I'm into it. She's not. You know, um, shaking hands. I don't really need to shake your hand. You know what? Let's. I don't want to bump your fist or your elbow either. I'll just say daily, hey. The daily hug, though. I don't want to talk. No, I've never wanted to. You are pretty huggable, though. Jeffy is pretty huggable. All right, we're going to come back here. We've got some behind-the-scenes stuff on the Trump interview, as well as Donald Trump on Anthony Fauci with Glenn here in a second. is Stu Bergier of the Glenn Beck program as well as Stu Does America here today with Jeff Fisher uh, from Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to both on uh, whatever podcast platform you listen to. Uh, Glenn is out sick today. Uh, we don't know if it's the Flurona or the flu, flu, what is it? Flumicron? Flumicron. Flumicron. We don't know which one it is, uh, but we will, uh, we will uh, hopefully have him back tomorrow. Big interview tonight though. Glenn Beck talking to Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. He taped it right before the holidays. Uh, that's going to air tonight on Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. It'll save you 10 bucks. It's coming up at 9 p.m. Eastern. We're going to give you a preview of that and some behind the scenes in just a second. So what are the things in life that you love doing but can't do anymore because of pain? Playing maybe a few, few rounds of golf, maybe playing with your kids or grandkids, opening up a jar, I mean, lots of things. Bending over, very difficult to do. You Bending over to tie your shoes, who wants to do that I'm, anymore? No one. No one. <laughs> so I got the slip-on shoes, baby. I don't, I don't care if I look a thousand years old. I'm uh, not bending down to tie those things anymore. That's why you Screw got a wife. Oh, there you the go. The wife tie your shoes. Really? Uh, lucky you lucky you and lucky her um let me tell you about relief factor it was created by doctors to help your body reduce inflammation the major source of most pain it's got four key ingredients that each work together with your body as it fights against the effects of aging exercise and everyday living uh glenn is a big relief factor fan and it's helped change his life 
The three-week quick start they have is developed for you, only $19.95, a dollar a day. It's like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. It says quite a bit. ReliefFactor.com is the place to go to get it, or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Again, it's ReliefFactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Well, uh, Donald Trump, former president, and Melania Trump, the former first lady, got a terrible Christmas present this past December as Glenn Beck came to town. <laughs> and no one wants that to yeah, happen. Thank you. A terrible punishment for both Donald and Melania. But they were very gracious hosts, and we're going to get into what it was like behind the scenes here in just a second. But I want to give you this clip. This is uh, from the interview tonight. Airs at 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV, blazetv.com slash Glenn, right after a brand new Stu Does America. Don't miss it. Um, 9 p.m. Eastern is the interview. It's going to be, uh, they go through really everything. And Glenn was very specific about this interview and what he wanted to do with it. You know, Donald Trump talks to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he has, uh, he, he's only done a couple of interviews with Glenn. Glenn, I believe, interviewed him long before he was into politics back in the day. Of course, Glenn has been doing radio since 1744, yep. so he's had an opportunity to do that. Uh, but since he was president, obviously, they didn't agree a lot uh, early on in the presidency. Um, and there wasn't there weren't any interviews there. He, we talked to Don Jr. a bunch of times, but he this was his second interview with Donald Trump since he's really yes. entered back into politics. We had him on the on the phone once and they had talked behind the scenes several times um, over the years. But. This was really kind of a, an opportunity to look into the future. Every interview that the mainstream media wants to do with Donald Trump is going to be about January 6th. And the day democracy almost died. Thank you. I like how you have the title built in. This is what they want. They want a national holiday. I honestly, I, I feel I don't even like calling it January 6th. The day and, democracy almost died. I don't like doing that because it gives them what they want. They want it to be. January 6th. The day democracy almost died. You want to call it uh, the QAnon riots? You want to you want to come up with another name for it? I'm, I'd much rather like, I like that a lot more than calling it the date. Because what they want it to be is September 11th, where everyone talks about it every year, like it's this big, uh, morbid anniversary. I don't think that's a great idea to call it January 6th. The day democracy almost died. It's the, the drama really is lost with the word almost isn't it? It's a, I mean, we were like, the day the plane almost hit the building. <laughs> it's near miss. <laughs> yeah, it's just not the same. Okay, uh, here is uh, uh, Donald Trump and Glenn Beck talking. Um, and one of the interview, uh, one of the questions uh, Glenn did want to ask him about how we should go forward in the future is what do you do with Anthony Fauci? He, we know he's going to do 472 interviews per day. We know that's going to occur. But what else <laughs> would you do with Anthony Fauci? And, and what was the relationship like? Here is Glenn talking to former President Trump. I think when, when this was coming out of China, it was perfectly reasonable to shut everything down yeah. because we didn't know. They were welding people into their homes in China. We had no idea and they weren't being open. And by us. the way, they welded them in and they never opened. Right. And that was the end of them. Fauci... I wanted to give I wanted to give everybody the benefit of the doubt in those early yeah, days. I understand. We have done a ton of research. I did one of the biggest chalkboards I think I've ever done. Right. Um, 
they were using federal government money to do um, uh, Wuhan. Yeah, in Wuhan. I stopped it. I was the one that stopped well, it. You did, but I don't think Fauci uh, cared about that. Fauci's no. now claiming he's science. Did you ever? Did you ever? Would he still be working for you today? No, not now. But but he's a great promoter. He's not a great doctor, but he's a great promoter. <laughs> but you have to understand, everything he wanted, I didn't do. As an example, he wanted to keep it open to China. He ultimately was wrong about that and admitted it and admitted that I saved tens of thousands of lives. He wanted to keep it open. I saw what was happening in Italy and France mm -hmm. and Spain. Mm -hmm. And I closed it to Europe very early. You know, in China, it was January I closed it. And in Europe, it was shortly thereafter. We saved thousands and thousands of lives. He wanted to do that. And then his big one of them all is the masks are useless. They don't mean anything. And then all of a sudden, he wants you to wear 10 masks. You know, wear as many as you can, put them right. all over, cover your right. ears, do everything. So I didn't really do much of what he said. And he wasn't a big factor for me, in a sense, because of that. Um, this is, this is, uh, I mean, look, I miss him. First of all, very funny. I miss him. Cover your ears t with 10 masks. I miss him. Uh, now it's a little bit of a, I was, maybe I'll show you a little bit of a different picture here. Do we have the clip of Joe Biden talking about Google? Because Thank this you. is, this is what a real That's president sounds like. In the last two <laughs> weeks, we've stood up federal testing sites all over the country. Okay. We're adding more each and every day. That's good to hear. Google. Google. Quote, COVID Quote, test COVID. near me. Go okay. there. Google. Go, go, go excuse Google. me. COVID test near me Back. on Google. Where do I go? To find the nearest site nearest where site. you can get I, a test most often mm -hmm. and free. Yeah, we'll get them most often and free. I mean. I mean, uh, you want to talk God. about. <laughs> wow, the competence level is incredibly high. But the, so for, you know, he's talking about Fauci. And I think it's interesting. His, his, his answer on Fauci seems to basically be. Fauci was liked by the media. He had his he had his value, but we didn't really listen to him behind the scenes. So he gets into that a little bit more tonight. Uh, he gets into uh, talking about Russia, Vladimir Putin, inflation, all the big topics uh, that you want to think about as we go into a midterm election. Glenn talks to the president about and looks forward, not back, not talking about January 6th like everybody else is going to be doing this week. democracy almost died. Now I'm not going to be able to hear that date <laughs> without your stupid subtitle. We bring in Jason Buttrell, who was on this trip with Glenn. He was uh, in the room Did for the much of this. Too? Yeah. He got yeah, on the plane. He went to Mar-a-Lago, met everybody there. It's got to be a wild experience to go to Mar-a-Lago and, and after he's been president of the United States to meet donald melania the family what a bizarre experience it's not what you would think it would be it's not exactly what i thought it was going to be mm. like if you think like if you think you would go to like the obama's you know house or right. whatever unlike martha's that, vineyard yeah right. right like what would that be like you would think that it would just be a bunch of people you know sniffing their own farts and just <laughs> telling each other how awesome they are yeah. which i still think that's how it would be if you'd go to the obama's you know there'd be this air of i'm better than you or something like right. that. right and and i feel like <laughs> and nobody's there, right? It's it's just at the Obama's house, you've got Barack, you got Michelle, maybe a couple people, but like it's not a there's not a ton of people around. I feel like they're 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 going to that place to isolate, basically. Yeah. That's not what Trump is doing. No, in not at all. Not at all. Like I, it's I, a I actually, business. I kind of thought Mar-a-Lago was a hotel. It's not a hotel. I guess it's more like a club. There's mm -hmm. only like 
a handful of guest rooms mm. there. So it really is like, you know, President Trump's house slash office and a few influential people or friends will come by and there's members of the club or whatever. Mm. But I mean, I remember straight off the bat, we went into this like very like beautiful ballroom to do the interview in and we're setting up and all of a sudden Don Jr. just walks in the room. And hey. we're like, what? Like, exactly. It was like that. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? You know, dude. He didn't say dudes, but that's kind of how it felt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just walked in very casual, just started, you know, like, you know, chewing the fat uh, with, with with all of us in there. And I was, it, just from that, I was like, that's kind of surreal, right? I mean, just the president's son, who's also very, very out in the open, you know, in the public. Sure. Just rolls in, just starts talking with everybody, chilling. And uh, Trump comes in to do the interview. And it was kind of the same thing. You know, there was some secret, so you knew movements were happening because of Secret Service. We just came in and started talking. You know, it was like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> very laid back. Very laid back. This it's, is where he's most comfortable, right? I mean, this is yeah. his environment. It's yeah. not an act at all, mm. which is like, you know, they, they teach you, you know, like in political science in college, you know, about the, you know, you got to hook those hands, you know, and pretend like you're one of the, he's literally like one of those guys, albeit with a little bit more money than the rest of those guys. A tad. But yeah. a little bit. But uh, he is one of those guys. It, it is. Right. It is I mean, interesting. that's the way he's gotten things done his whole life. Yeah. Being yeah. that guy. Yeah. Right. yeah. He, it's, he is the, you know, the least likely to relate to an, the everyman. Like, if you would predict who would be the least likely to understand how normal people live, that's it would be mean. Donald Trump, right? The guy, his dad was wealthy. He grew up incredibly wealthy. His entire brand was, I live a life that you don't live. Right. I mean, that was really his brand throughout the 80s and 90s and going into The Apprentice. And as The Apprentice, uh, in The Apprentice, he's the boss. He's telling people that they're fired all the time. That's not normally a path to the presidency. <laughs> yeah. But he has, there's something about Donald Trump that relates well, to people. Well, I mean, he's the, guy, he's the guy that you would expect, you know, even though he's, uh, you know, been sitting in his gold chair, mm. uh, you know, up on the 116th floor, he's going to come down and stand in the mud and shake your hand and yeah. talk to you about the day. Right. I mean, he definitely has the golden chair. You know, he has all the luxuries <laughs> yeah, and sure, all that yeah. stuff. But the problem is, like, he, so he doesn't, he doesn't see you as lesser because you're not also sitting in a golden chair. Right. And you think that, I mean, that's really the, the rise of him was just him listening. Yeah. And that's what we saw yes. in that room before yes. the interview. He'll listen to you yeah like i won't i won't talk about you know the private conversations that we were having of course but he was uh you know he would ask questions and he looked like he cared about he your did. response to he them. does and if you look if you look back at his presidency and w the people that he would argue with was the press mm -hmm. it wasn't the american people yeah he when he was out on the road he listened to the american people as opposed he didn't confront them as opposed to like a joe biden that's, that's saying correct. i'll fight you yes. for it like a huge yes. difference there absolutely and, and the result was you know we finally had someone that talking about issues that people had like the border like no one even wanted to address the border I mean, he's probably not president if it wasn't for his strong stance on the border. Mm -hmm. But he made it because he was talking to people. He yeah. was listening. Um, the craziest thing, though, guys, was after the interview. So I, we had heard this before that sometimes he'll invite people to come and eat dinner, you know, if they if, you know, media comes and you know does an interview with him. So he invited us all to stay there for dinner. And I'm not talking about just Glenn, you know, or just his EP or whatever. The crew and everybody. He was oh, like, wow. hey, come on in. Come come eat. And so he was like, yeah, yeah, we're just going to, we're just walking up there now. I think this happens every night there. <laughs> so the, the, you get this feeling that this is, you're in his house, right? Yeah. And there is this like kind of courtyard uh, in Mar-a-Lago. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's open air. It's always beautiful and, you know, temperature's oh, yeah. nice out there. But everyone goes, everyone's sitting there. 
Uh, it's not a restaurant. So, like, they don't flip the tables and then make room for somebody else after someone else eats. Right. It's set once. You go there and eat <laughs> and then you leave, right? And, right. like, they, they, they don't prepare it for anyone else again. But he, like, so he goes, at, we, we sit at our table. We look over to the left, like, a table and a half away. The p- former president of the United States, his wife, and a couple friends are just sitting right there. Like, within earshot. You can hear everything they're saying. I mean, literally, like, mm. two t- a table and a half away. You look over. It was the most surreal thing ever. <laughs> but that wasn't the most surreal thing. So, hey, Don, you passed me some pepper. Yeah, it's, it's literally, it was, it's, so that, if you ever get a chance to do this, it's literally like if you're at a large family gathering. Right. A large family gathering on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and dad or some, you know, grandpa sitting over there at the other table, yeah. and he wants to get up and go like, oh, hey, I just thought of this thing. I wanted to come tell you guys. So he walks over to, you know, our, our table. Yeah. He was doing that all night. Really? He walked to our table like twice. <laughs> and was like, hey, guys, what's up? Hey, I just thought of this one thing. It was the most, and he, that's, if you are a people's president, that right there is the template. It was like crazy really? cool. That, and that's just how he is. And he does that with people every night. It's interesting. And now, as a broadcaster, one of the things you want to do is relate to your audience and give them new, you know, information they can use. So if you happen to ever be in the situation where you're dining with Donald and Melania Trump, you now know how to handle the situation. Thanks to Jason. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, and, you know, now, you know, I'm here for you. What that's is right. what that's it's a, like? That's how you go. Um, <laughs> we'll take a quick break. Come back with uh, with more um, because I want to I want to ask you a little bit more about where they went in this interview and uh, the types of uh, the, the types of things we're going to hear from the media this week, which are going to be excruciating the interview airs tonight it's blaze tv.com slash glenn at 9 p.m eastern right after a brand new stew does america yeah all right if you have uh kids or grandkids it's probably not lost on you that you have a finite amount of time which you have basically to help shape them uh into uh, an adult that's going to be a good person useful to society the the opposite of jeffy there's only so many you only have a limited amount of time to make sure your kid doesn't grow up to be jeffy and that's important uh if you want to um, make sure that they understand the principles of this country a great place to go is the tuttle twins books Uh, i have these for my kids i got them the whole set Um, these are books that will tell you they teach your kids and have them understanding concepts about america the foundations of america that we considered to be so important and it's why we show up here and talk every day and why do we want to do this again <laughs> so they don't turn into jeff oh yeah that's right I mean, never mind i forget and these books though don't they don't preach they don't talk down to your kids they give them interesting stories and in entertaining stories that happen to also you know carry important messages and things they need to know uh, they're fun and entertaining and simultaneously they teach about freedom economics american history a lot more so uh, if you have kids, if you have grandkids, you need to help them because our country needs the help. We need good people, non-Jeffies in the future. Right. <laughs> the Tuttle Twins are having a great sale right now, 35% discount off their books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. It's a big discount off the normal price. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, T-U-T-T-L-E, TuttleTwinsBeck.com and get the discount. Keep your kids sane in a crazy socialist world. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 Second Station ID. Welcome back. It is Stu and Jeffy in for Glenn Beck. He's out sick today. Uh, Jason Buttrell joins us as well. 
And I know that Jason was, uh, you know, there for the Donald Trump interview that's airing tonight on Blaze TV, Glenn interviewing the former president, Donald Trump. And we, of course, you know, care about what the president said. What did you have for dinner? What was oh, yeah. Eaten? This is what a great question. I, what did you guys eat? Was I almost like I'm going to get in trouble for answering ketchup. this. I almost feel like I'm going to get in trouble for answering Was this. it human meat? Is the president serving human <laughs> flesh at Mar-a-Lago? I knew it! Yeah. I've been watching MSNBC, and that's yeah. exactly what they said was happening. I hope they're not listening right now, because I'm totally going to get an email. But so there was a ton of good stuff on the menu, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of luxurious stuff. So there wasn't a menu? Uh, there was a menu, yeah. Okay. No prices, but there was a menu. Mm. And a ton of stuff. Steaks, a bunch of good-looking stuff. But the president personally stopped by the table again... And was like, oh, you guys have got to have this something chop steak in the same style as some New York eatery, which apparently is very famous. Mm -hmm. And he said a couple of other things. Well, the president, and it's his house, like recommend something. You'd pretty much probably going to go for it. Sure. So I got it thinking it would, it said, I think it said chop steak. I got it. Not thinking about it. It was literally like, like hamburger meat. Yeah. That's what, that's that's what it is. Yeah. That's what chop steak is. That's not what I was expecting. (laughs) And then I was looking at the menu some, again, and I was like, I got, I got hamburger meat, and then there was prime rib right next to it. Oh, like I know, but that hamburger meat stuff. with the white gravy and the mix, the chop from New York is probably what he, I mean, that's, that's so. That's I mean, it's either. good, but it's, I mean, good. It's, it's like, but I mean, it's hamburger meat, right? It's just really, <laughs> really, really, really good. Elitist. <laughs> no. You're just an elitist TV That's person, another thing. He's, he's not an elitist eater, right? He just right. has like normal stuff. Well, he famously brought in, you know, was it Clemson with the McDonald's? Yeah, right, 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 right. Well, and that's the thing I kind of, one of the things I like about Trump, and I think why it's been relatable, why he's able to relate to the every guy. Is that he, at some point, someone called him, you know, yeah, the elite, like Donald Trump. And he said, yeah, like, I want to be elite. Like, what's wrong with being elite? Like, and that, I think that's what every single person on earth, of course, uh, strives to. Would you yeah. like to live and the life of a billionaire? Of course. Yeah. You don't necessarily get there. You don't want to adopt the attitudes and the weirdness of some of these people. But hey, we'd all like to achieve more. And he's willing to kind of admit that that's where everybody wants to be. Yeah. And yeah. and I honestly, I will tell you, if I was a billionaire, I'd still be eating freaking french fries right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i would be doing all right wouldn't you yeah i, I, I don't think i would be I, eating all fancy food all day. you're gonna start eating escargot because you're rich nope i'm staying with the healthy food i'm eating right now i don't think you're the person to give dietary advice <laughs> to this country <laughs> jeffy i don't think that's advisable it's 9 p.m eastern don't miss this interview uh, blaze tv.com slash glenn promo code is glenn will save you 10 bucks it's right after a brand new stew does america great lineup tonight and an interview with a former president you're not going to get from the mainstream media certainly or really anywhere else glenn Beck, donald trump tonight the glenn Beck program American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I want the live Jeffy, <laughs> 182334. Uh, the Federal Reserve recently mentioned that a few rate hikes could be coming later this year, and one of the things that means is basically credit card debt is going to get a lot more expensive. If you have credit card debt, I mean, it was already expensive. If you're one of the people who stands to lose a ton of money because of this, you got to figure out what's how you're going to attack this problem. How are you going to get out of that debt as soon as you can? And while you're at it, you should be investigating all the ways you can spend less on interest in all other areas, including your mortgage. Nobody does a better job at helping you figure out the best way to do all of this than the mortgage consultants over at American Financing. Just takes one call to America's Home for Home Loans. You'll get a free mortgage review where you can learn about custom loans that could save you up to $1,000 a month. 
If you start now, you could close in as little as 10 days. I've gone through this process with American Financing. They're great people. They know what they're talking about, and they can get you great deals. American Financing is 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. All right, the interview is tonight. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Glenn Beck, Donald Trump. The promo code is Glenn. It'll save you 10 bucks. It's Stu of Stu Does America and Jeffy of Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. In for Glenn Beck today. He's out sick. Uh, he's got his interview tonight. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. It is Donald Trump. And Glenn Beck at Mar-a-Lago. Going to be very interesting. Uh, there's a column in The Federalist today. Uh, 13 happenings in 2021 that I never would have believed five years ago. <laughs> it's funny because these things happen so fast, a lot of times we, we miss them. My first reaction would be only 13. Only 13. It's got to be more than that. Uh, let me give you this list. Tell me if these are surprising to you, Jeffy. If, would you have been able to believe these five years ago? Five years ago. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago. I mean, you're going no, back to 2017. Okay. Men as women. Uh, this is the trend that would have most shocked my grandparents is transgenderism. Men are now competing with women in women's sports, being housed with women in prison. I will say that one does surprise me enough. Now, we knew this stuff was coming in 2017. Yes, but the fact that like half the country is saying, yeah, that guy should be in the women's uh, swimming. Uh, Pretty amazing. That, that's incredible. Yes, it is. And women's prison? Like, how can you be putting. I mean, that's a genius move. <laughs> Let's be honest. If you're going to prison. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You just I mean, say if, you're. If you're going to prison. Yep. I'm a woman. Got to go there. I mean, that's that's genius. It's a lot better than what I've heard happens in the other side of the prison. Uh, so if you have the opportunity, you know, if you're going to prison and you're giving the opportunity of going to the men's prison or going to the women's prison. Sure. There are some, I guess, you know, that the argument is going to be, well, there's transgenderism and they belong there for sure. Okay. But okay. Yeah. Not, fine. not necessarily. The women aren't necessarily okay with it, but I know what you're saying. And, but as a, as a, as a man that would be going to prison, mm-hmm. Why Again, wouldn't you? Why, I mean, honestly, why in all seriousness, why wouldn't you say it? Correct. Why wouldn't you say, you know Correct. what? Yes, yes. I am a woman. You got to put me in the women's in the women's I, side. I belong over there. Why wouldn't you say it? I don't. You're know. already in I prison. No, that's what I'm saying. That's a genius move if if they allow it. And they and I will say this: if you're in the right state, they basically cannot legally question it. Right? Because you've you've said it. You've said it, so it's all you have to do done. to be a woman is say you're a woman. That's Once it. you're on the women's side of the prison, I mean, I think you know a lot of people would go to the creepy elements of that, which which there are many. But also, you know, just to avoid the ter- the horror show that is the men's side of the prison with fights and and worse. And I know that that, that you know, look, prison whether it's men or. Or female, you know, prison ain't fun. You can quote me on that. Wow. Prison Jeffy, ain't fun. <laughs> you're getting yeah, real, I know. real wisdom I know. from you. Jeffy today. <laughs> All right, number two on this list of the 13 things that would surprise anyone five years ago. Um, blocking puberty. Parents now enabling young children to change genders with dangerous surgeries and puberty blockers. It's hard to believe that that parents would go along with this. It stuff. is. And I, I don't, is, it, is it as prevalent as we think it is? 
I mean, I don't if think if it's, it's making this list, I don't. Th- but I don't think that it necessarily makes the list. I don't know that well, we're. It is. It's not. Look, it's not a super is, super common thing. It's growing. That we never would have believed five years ago. Yeah. Okay. I am. Yeah. I am surprised at how many Americans, even those on the left, that are willing to deny their own children's gender and allow them to do terrible things yes, to themselves. Yeah. That is too. that is surprising to me. Now it's not the majority, I don't think, of even the left, but it's a lot of people. Yeah. And it's it's far far too many. Uh drafting women. Uh the United States narrowly avoided a draft for women, which was supported by many elected officials in even the conservative party. I don't think that was ever going to happen, though, really, right? And it didn't happen, so I guess we wouldn't. Uh, that one, I don't know if I'd qualify. I feel, but like, that it gets, is, I feel like it gets, every, every, you know, I don't know, every few years it gets brought up again. And, yeah, it, but it is growing, and it seems, and it is, it's very strange to hear an argument that the side that is pro-women is the side to get women shot in combat. To get them drafted against their right. will to go to war, uh, you know. Look, chivalry is mostly dead, but I did think we had a little strain of it left. Apparently but you not. know, if we if we choose, hey, if you've uh, you know if you decided that you're going to go to prison and you were a man when you were sentenced, but you've decided to go to a women's prison, you know, <laughs> okay, maybe you can go in the army too. Go ahead, get out of here, you can go fight. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. How about uh, not prosecuting crime? Is the next one on the list. Is that a surprising trend? I, I think that one is surprising as well. And what's interesting about at least these first four is I think there's a real movement against these things. You know, yes. I, there was the defund the police thing, but even Democratic cities are stepping up and saying, wait a minute, no, I don't yeah, want They're this. already fighting back against they're, that. They've already decided, you know what? No. No. Uh, let's not do this that. This is not going to work. We're seeing the results of it. Yeah. I don't want this. You know, liberals want to go to restaurants. Everybody wants to be able to Liberals, pull into a 7-Eleven yeah. and get their Slurpee and get their gas and go home. And not get shot. Thank you. Right? And when you offend, you're offending not only the conservatives who don't like these ideas generally, but you're going so far in such an insane way that you're you're hurting tons of moderates and even liberals. Yes. How about massive illegal immigration? Would you believe that Oof. five years ago? I may have believed that one. I mean, the Democrats yeah, have been trying to do that happening. for a long time. And it was happening anyway, yeah. even even under Trump. I mean, we had massive pe- amounts of people crossing the border. Uh, obviously, Trump was trying to do something about it, which is unlike some other presidents. But that's been going on for a long time and, and is continuing and getting worse. The catastrophe sort of situations on the border maybe are worse than you'd, you'd think. But the, the, the amount of people crossing it is not incredibly shocking to me. How about widespread censorship? I mean, if you would have said five years ago, the president of the United States will be banned from all social media. No way. That I would happen. not have believed. That. I would not have either. Because I, I still think, kind of don't actually. Yeah. Like, what, are you, what are you talking about? Because, you know, it's one thing to ban, you know, Alex Jones. Right. And Alex Jones, we've we argued against Alex Jones being banned, even though <laughs> I don't agree with most of his, you know, his theories. Um, but like we we agree he shouldn't be silenced. No That's way. dumb. But like the 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 social media companies have a real out with public figures. They have, an, they have an out from all responsibility because we should know what the president of the United States is thinking. Absolutely. We should know what the former president of the United States is thinking. The country needs to know that. Even if what he's saying is completely wrong and irresponsible and racist or worse, no or matter whatever. what it is. Right. Like, I don't think, um, you know, world leaders of any sort 
should be banned from these social media apps, including Amen. people like, you know, from Iran. Because I want to know. I don't think know. they are. Yeah, and, and that's what's amazing. <laughs> They're not. But the argument to me is not they should be banned, too. It yes, should be people like the president, yes. you know, congresswomen, all these people should not be. I want to know what they're saying. I want to know. Shouldn't. Why should that be hidden? And, you know, honestly, like one of the things that I think the left really misunderstood when they did the Trump thing was that Trump caused a lot of problems for himself on Twitter. Now, he also had a lot of positives, but a lot of it, even sure. his most ardent supporters will say, oh, I love the guy, but I wish he'd stop Dude. doing that. Right. They've taken that away from him. You know, all of the whatever mistakes Trump may have made on Twitter over the past couple of years haven't occurred. I know. Which is interesting and probably really positive for Trump's that, reelection it hopes. Certainly is positive for people like me who see him talking to Glenn Beck and we're looking <laughs> forward to his, his yeah. interview tonight with Glenn Beck on Blaze TV, thinking, I miss him. Yeah. Man, do I miss him. And I think there's tons of people in that same boat just saying, like, good. I mean, look, at Biden is, like, falling asleep in the middle of sentences. Where w- At least Trump had energy. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, I, a lot of people didn't like him, but it, it's, hard to, it's hard to argue that Joe Biden has done a good job here. I, I don't even think the left is attempting it. They're, they're not sitting here going, like, actually, this has been great. They, they'll say, actually, you know what's worse? Donald Trump. They'll say that. But they won't even defend him, no uh, Biden, as doing a good no, job. They, they can't. I mean, they can't. Number seven on this list of uh, 13 happenings in 2021 that I would have never seen coming five years ago. Uh, parents labeled terrorists. Parents were labeled yeah. domestic terrorists by the Biden Justi- Justice Department for showing up at school board meetings with complaints. Uh, that's a pretty bad one. That is a pretty bad one. That's a pretty bad one. And that's been proven that they parents were labeled that. And it's ugly. Mm. President's mental abilities doubted. President Biden. Yeah, we've been doing that. I will say. I've been doing that. Every president. Yeah. Really, every president that I can remember outside of Barack Obama and maybe Bill Clinton. I mean, Democrats usually have a pass on this. Maybe the proper wording of this is a Democrat's president's mental abilities. Yeah, doubted. probably. I mean, they were wor- they were worried about Reagan, right? Slipping Reagan, George Alzheimer's. H. George W. Bush. Oh, the guys. He, oh, every right. time he flubbed w- a speech, yes. they would yes. make us a story for two weeks. <laughs> and people writing entire books about yes. how dumb George Bush was because he'd flub a word. What happened to that? Well, usually a Democrat has a complete pass. They're yeah. smart. They're the intelligent one. With Biden, they don't even argue that. Well, I mean, they can't. There's a, we, it's so we bad. Could, we could play an hour off the top of our head clips we'd have to just go ask for of Joe Biden screwing up. Oh, my and gosh. And of you going, um, no. We started a montage during the election. of like, let's just get all of his flubs and just keep stringing them together. And it'll be funny because it'll get longer and longer. We just gave up. Yeah. It got so long because, we couldn't right. even play it on the air. It was just, It was like 12 minutes long of just Joe Biden screwing things up. And eventually you just <laughs> run out of time on the show. Uh, next uh, up on this list, 13 happenings in 2021 that I never saw happening five years ago. Asking athletes for advice. I like this one a lot. Um, I don't know that I wouldn't have seen that coming five years ago because it was it was brewing. But it's yeah. much, much worse now. And, and the way I would identify this is something like Colin Kaepernick or LeBron James. And it's one of the reasons why uh, I know a lot of people in the audience have you know turned against sports, particularly last year, and and boycotted them. Uh, of course, my team, Philadelphia Eagles, going to the playoffs. I cannot do such a thing. They could all they could all be members of ISIS, and I would still watch them because I love them. As a matter of fact, but, I think they are. They are. But anyway. <laughs> it's very possible. However, what I will say is 
This is one of the reasons why I don't boycott sports. Because I don't go to idiot athletes for their opinions on politics. I don't care what Colin Kaepernick says because Colin Kaepernick is a buffoon. He's an idiot. We've intertwined athletics and people's day-to-day lives so much it's agonizing. Yeah. I mean, uh, every no matter who they are, you know the co- uh, George, uh, what's his name on the 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 coach of the Spurs is always coming out. Oh yeah, uh, uh, what's his face? Yeah, Popovich, Kerr, uh, these coaches—they're buffoons. Yeah, I don't get. <laughs> I mean, look, they can have all sorts of ridiculous left wing ideologies. Just coach your team. Yeah, well, let me why. But even if you come out every single day and say nonsensical, idiotic political opinions. The bottom line is I don't care about them and I don't have to listen to them. And, you know, when there's one idiot taking a knee on a field with next to 52 other players who aren't, am I going to, am I going to, you know, boycott something that I enjoy and punish all those other players that aren't taking a knee? Maybe they have their hand over their heart looking at the flag. You got people up in the stands, uh, you know, working the stands. That's their job. I'm not going to boycott those people because one moron takes a knee. Uh, it just doesn't have enough influence over me. So I like that one. Anyway, that's a uh, partial list, and you can ch- check it out on the Federalist uh, here. And uh, 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 we'll give you maybe a couple more. There's another there's another great list about technology that has developed. Maybe we'll have time for that here in just a second as well. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. It's Stu and Jeffy in for Glenn. I'm a dog owner. I love dogs. Uh, man's best friend? Sure. I'm for it. Um, Glenn has a dog, Uno, who's you know, basically part of the family, and I think we all have those relationships with our dog. We love them. I have President Miles, who uh, he, the reason we call him President Miles is he's uh, 17 years old and he's a pug and he walks very slowly. He does not get out of bed very early. Uh, you know, he sleeps from like 8 p.m. to 2 p.m. That's a good gig. And then he wakes up, goes to the bathroom, eats and goes back to bed. That's Again, I repeat, that's a good gig. And he's awake more than President Biden. <laughs> That's why we call him President Miles. Uh, he's awesome, and but yeah, I will say he he moves around a lot faster. We were t- we were saying he's like a, he's got the zoomies going on right now. He's he's he's, he's nice. been moving around pretty quick lately, and I think part of that is Rough Greens. Rough Greens is uh, is fantastic. It's a way, uh, it's a supplement you add to the food. It'll it'll help your dog uh, get all the vitamins and nutrients that they need, not from like a dead dog food that's been on the shelf for six years, but something. Uh, all these these nutrients are you know are there for your dog to make your dog feel better, give it more give it more energy. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love Rough Greens. They have a special deal for you. If you go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, they're going to give you the first bag free. All you got to do is pay the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 for Rough Greens at roughgreens.com slash Beck. Welcome to the program, Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven. Back one last reminder: uh, Glenn and President Donald Trump on the uh, air tonight. BlazeTV.com/slash/Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. It's an interview you don't want to miss. So I was going through a list. We just did the uh, thirteen uh, happenings in twenty twenty one that would never uh, you wouldn't have believed five years ago. But it got me thinking about uh, the list that uh, the the things that weren't around twenty years ago. Okay. So for the last twenty years. You've gotten used to using your iPhone, sure. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Bitcoin, Tesla, Slack, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Pinterest. Those are just some of the things. Skype, 
Spotify, Uber. Those are just some of the things on the list that have not been around for more than 20 years. Jeez. All those things now, you know, are either central parts of people's, you know, entertainment life or work life. Right. And, and I mean, it's just a, it's a, the, you think about Netflix, uh, you know, Amazon Prime, those things. I mean, those are big parts of people's lives. Yeah. And some of them, I think, are good. A lot some of them, them, a lot of them not. Really? You know, I, I think uh, the TikTok thing is a good one, obviously, because I've been wanting to give the Chinese Communist Party as much information about myself as possible. I know. And when you go and, down and, and what happens with the, with the app is just incredible. <laughs> and we've given up. Yeah, it, it was, doesn't matter. There was a, there was a push there at one point. You know, we can't do it. We can't do it. And then the next thing, eh. It is it is amazing because that was the the push from President Trump. Yeah, you know he talked about ban. Now it's hard for a president to ban an app. I mean, it was never. I don't know that we ever had a chance of doing it that way. But at least he had an attitude to to say, "Hey, wait a minute, we should be alerted to this." And eh. now it's the number one app eh, out there. Don't care. He's beaten Facebook and Instagram and. And, and everything. Okay. And, and I watch it, and every once in a while I'll watch a TikTok video. Uh, I'm not a member, but I do catch them from, you know, my wife mainly most of the time. And I watch them, and it's some, some woman dancing or lip syncing. Or, and I think, I know. I'm now dumber than I was just seconds ago. But you could be making those. I could Still, be. you could be making those. I could be doing that. I will not be doing that, but I could be doing that. Uh, we'll uh, see you tomorrow. Glenn Beck program with uh, Jeffy and Stu. Check out the interview tonight with Donald Trump. The Glenn Beck Program.